Hi guys, welcome back to Giant Talk, the world's first OKR podcast in partnership with Koan, the dedicated OKR platform. Today I'm joined by Roger for the second of our refresh of the first series of Giant Talk. And we're going to be talking all about OKRs and KPIs. But for anyone that doesn't know Roger, can you just introduce yourself, please? Yes, absolutely. Hello, Jenny. So I'm the, the chief giant at Every Giants. Uh, I founded the business about 10 years ago, and uh, I work uh, both with clients, but also work on developing our, what we uh, offer to clients. Um, uh, we have moved uh, uh, or expanded rather our offerings recently from not just consultancy, but also into uh, training and uh, uh, qualification services for OKR coaches. And we're building up the OKR professionals community as well, which will uh, which will launch shortly. So, yeah, yeah, I'm uh, I'm the one who kind of uh, sits at the helm and tries to make it all happen. <laughs> Great, thanks, Roger. I suppose I should briefly introduce myself. Um, I'm Jenny. I'm marketing manager for the Giants, and I'm host of Giant Talk. Also, I've taken over from the lovely Lawrence to host this Giant Talk podcast. So you'll be hearing a little bit more of my voice over the coming weeks. Um, so now we've done intros, let's dive in. So, first question to you, Roger: What's the difference between KPIs and OKRs? Okay, so if I had a uh, a pound for every time I got asked this question, I'd probably be a millionaire by now, I think. Um, but it's a really important one to get get clarified because there's a lot of confusion between them. And they are two, two different things. There, there's a definite distinction between them. And that distinction comes from what they are best used for. So uh, KPIs are brilliant at measuring regular operational some might even say run rate activity. Some call it BAU, business as usual, activity. So it's the stuff that keeps the cash coming in, keeps the lights on, keeps the, the products you know, flying out the door. That, it's that regular, repeatable activity which is needed to keep the business running. That doesn't necessarily, that activity doesn't necessarily grow the business. It's about keeping it running. And this is where then OKRs really complement them because OKRs work brilliantly when they're used for activity, which is going to drive growth or transformation or change within the business. So uh, this is where you know you have a, a, a priority that's defined within the strategies for the next twelve months, and you can chunk that down into workable OKRs that teams can really unite behind and really focus on. Uh, now, um, it's possible that you may see KPIs come into OKRs at some point or other, but we'll talk about that in, in, in a few minutes, I think. But I think just to round off this final point, the most effective analogy that, that people seem to instantly get is to think of a car dashboard. And your KPIs are represented by the fuel gauge or even the charge in the battery nowadays. So you know how much fuel you've got in the tank for the journey ahead, and the journey is represented by the OKRs. So you know the OKRs are forward-facing. The OKRs are about you know making sure that energy is focused on moving the business or the organisation forward on the path that it wants to go. Uh, and KPIs are about making sure there's enough fuel in the tank for that journey. If the fuel starts to run low, then you can maybe reprogram your sat-nav to find the nearest petrol station or gas station, depending on where you 
uh, where you're listening. But then once the tank's full again, you can then just resume your uh, reset your sat nav back to the original destination and continue on your journey. So that's how uh, you know the two of them can ha- kind of work alongside each other and sometimes have an interplay. Great, thanks. Um, I like the analogy as well, and also the use of uh, electric now as well for our yeah, modern well, cars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you mentioned BAU or business as usual. So why shouldn't that be measured by via OKRs? So again, another really great question because we do see this happening. Um, we've had to go in and help clients who started to do this and got themselves into a bit of a fix with it. Um, the main reason I think is that there is so much business as usual activity, so much operational activity that goes on in organisations, unless they're early stage and start up and very much focused on, on growth and transformation. For it's certainly established mature businesses, there's a lot of operational activity that goes on that needs tracking and monitoring and managing. The thing is, if you bring that into OKRs, you massively increase the number of OKRs that need to be uh, reviewed, realigned, reset every single quarter. So you bec- you, you, you're at major risk of creating a, uh, a, a whole process which starts to require more effort than the value and benefit that it, it delivers. And then that's when people start to go, hang on a second, why are we doing this? And this is what we've seen with some clients who call us in after they've tried to do OKRs themselves. They've gone, hey, we've got this new management tool. Let's just OKR the heck out of everything that moves. And they very, very quickly created an absolute beast of a process, which is anything but agile. And, you know, OKRs, if you, you know, we, we love the analogy of using them as a spotlight to focus attention in on what's going to drive the greatest value for the organization at a given period. If you're using them as a floodlight, then nobody really knows where to look. Nobody knows what the, what the priorities are. And so that then has an impact on their decision making in the short, in the immediate and short term as to where they focus their time and attention and resources. You know, and it's all about that clarity really helping people to be able to make the decisions either themselves or locally within teams in a very short time scale so that they can quickly adapt uh, and respond to opportunities or threats instead of having to refer to management um, for guidance and direction and so on because they're not clear. They don't know what the priority is. So, yeah, this is why I, I am absolutely not a fan of, uh, of, uh, of KPIs, you know, you, or, and, and business as usual for that matter, coming into OKRs or being used, uh, OKRs being used to, to, to track that activity. KPIs are good at that, and they should, KPIs and OKRs should work in parallel. Great. So I think you've kind of touched on it there, but I just wanted to kind of drill down a little bit more. So in terms of how you should track business as usual, how should that be done? Yeah, well, like like I said, KPIs are key performance indicators. So that's about um, understanding, you know, ask yourselves the question, what is it that we need to see? What's the evidence that we need to see that tells us the business is healthy? And when you kind of work through the, the answer to that to that question in relation to all the activities which you do within a business, uh, you can then start to layer them. So you might have a series of KPIs uh, at uh, 
uh, nearer the front line, for instance, which might be more daily or weekly. And then they may roll up into some monthly KPIs, which manage, which are all the ones that management review, perhaps. But the point is that KPIs should have no lesser status in the uh, and therefore focus in the organisation than OKRs. And what I find works really well is when the amount of attention uh, is is uh, is equal in terms of the focus on on, on both. Because if your if your operational activity starts to deteriorate and performance lowers, then that's going to detract you from your growth mm. focus. That's going to detract you from your OKR activity. And so if you can almost get into an alternating pattern of review, maybe you know, one week, what are your KPIs, next week, OKRs. I've seen that sort of thing work really, really well. Um, and, yeah, so it's not about the KPIs being, you know, a poorer relative to, to OKRs. It's not at all. It's not at all. And, therefore, the people that work predominantly on business-as-usual KPI activity should have no lesser status in the business than those that are working on OKRs. And I see that happen sometimes because... Mm. You know, the OKR work is often the most exciting. It's the it's the growth, it's the transformation. You know, we're starting something new, and that can yeah that that is that is often exciting, and it's taking the business in new directions. And I think it's a there's a, a distinct leadership challenge here, and that is to make sure that those that are working on operational business as usual activity really get some meaning from the KPIs that are being used. The KPIs are not there to beat them over the head. The KPIs are actually to show the impact that they're having and just how important that is in terms of allowing us to focus on the growth activity and what that's going to mean for the entire organisation, what it means for them in terms of securing their future and providing them with opportunities and so on and so forth. Koan is a purpose-built solution for managing your OKRs helping your teams achieve their objectives, getting them aligned, and absolutely helping them stay engaged. Sharing spreadsheets simply doesn't scale when you're trying to grow a business. With Koan, you can scale OKRs across your entire company whilst keeping the teams motivated and moving in the right direction. Now, Lawrence, there's lots of things we love about Koan, but tell me one of yours. So... I've got to say, one of my favourite things is that Koan just allows you to have a bit of fun with the OKR process. Yeah. Um, in in series two, I think it was episode three of this podcast, we actually <laughs> spent about half an hour, forty minutes talking about the importance of making OKRs fun for your team. Yeah. Um, and and Koan allows you to do that perfectly. Yeah. You know, even just things like adding a, a gift to to your reflections adds some real personality. And I think I probably waste far too much time each week looking for the perfect gift, to be honest. But it, it allows that fun throughout the organisation. And that's something that's really important if you're going to keep people engaged. You are known for having the best gifts Thank you in, very much. in the team, definitely. <laughs> so if you would like to find out more about how to make OKRs fun uh, whilst using a great system, then pop along to uh, Koan, that's K-O-A-N dot co forward slash giants where you'll find also a great paper that we co-wrote with them on how to build accountability and collaboration using OKRs. You mentioned this earlier but does that mean a KPI can never enter an OKR? Well I did touch upon that but I purposely didn't drill into it too much. The answer to that is uh, no. I, I know I said they should run parallel 
But that doesn't mean to say that KPIs never come into OKRs because, as I said, OKRs are good at focusing on activity that's going to drive growth, going to drive uh, transformation, and going to drive change. Now, part of change might be improvement. And if a KPI drops below an acceptable threshold and is starting to cause concern, starting to become a risk, then it might justify bringing it over into an OKR to focus on it for a period of time to get it back to where it needs to be. But once it's back to where it needs to be, it then needs to move out of OKRs and back into KPIs to make sure that you're not taking up unnecessary bandwidth in, in, in OKRs. But yeah, so it is possible if a KPI needs to focus, needs focus to bring it in, um, but it's not, it's not a given rule. What we do see as well is, as I've said, you know, OKR activity is about the new, about building new things and so on and so forth. Part of the change activity around that is eventually embedding it into business as usual activity. So we can often see uh, activity that is uh, built up um, within OKRs. Once it's got to a point of you know acceptable performance, we often see that then migrate over into KPIs because it becomes a business as usual focus. Mm. So there is there is also that uh, relationship that can exist. Great. So if someone's listening to this episode today and their organisation currently isn't monitoring OKRs or KPIs, is it possible for them to set them both up at the same time? So this is a really, really good question. Uh, and I'm going to say it depends. It depends on it depends on the business and what stage the business is at and its capacity to absorb change uh, because OKRs and KPIs on the face of it might look like they're the same because they're about measuring things, but they are they are about measuring different things. So my my only hesitancy in terms of saying yes, I'd love to say yes and say, let's have it all. We could do it all at once. And in some businesses, particularly, you know, looking back on our research from our last global report, you know, we found that businesses of 100 people or less have a greater capacity for absorbing change. Yeah. So if you're talking about small enterprise, then maybe, yeah, you know, they're pretty used to a lot of transformation and a lot of growth activity. So change is pretty much the norm for them. So therefore, they've probably got a higher tolerance to it and they can just absorb it and say, yeah, do it all in one go. But the larger the organization gets, ironically, the usually you tend to find uh, that, that, that its capacity for absorbing change becomes a little bit um, uh, a little bit lower in a particular period a given in a given period of time. In other words, change needs to be kind of stretched out a little bit more. Uh, it probably makes sense to actually bring them one after the other just been talking to uh, uh, in the past few days uh, 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 somebody that's that, uh, over in Singapore that's uh, looking at working with us and he's, he's he's asking this exact same question and my my suggestion to his um, uh, uh, to, to, for him was to establish the KPIs first so you have like I said that baseline of activity mm-hmm. that is being uh, monitored managed and you know uh, and, and tracked if, if needs be. And then once that's bedded in with the with all the necessary reporting and, and routines and so on around it, 
that's when you can then start to build on OKRs. So what we were looking at was maybe, you know, taking about six weeks to set up the KPIs, then keep, you know, letting those run for three months to, to get people used to them and then, then starting to introduce OKRs, so phasing it in. Cool, yeah. Um, we've kind of touched on this next one that I wanted to ask you as well, really, but just kind of to revert back to it. So um, if someone's thinking at the moment about a KPI and whether it should be part of an OKR, is there a way they can tell whether it should be part of an OKR? Yeah, so uh, uh, like I said before, if, if, if a KPI is underperforming, then I think there's a strong case for it going into OKRs because it needs focus to get it back on track. And, of, and, of, and certainly, if you're working to our methodology, then part of the uh, of it coming into the OKRs would be that there is uh, it, it, uh, that that they're doing retrospectives on it, and that there's learning that's done from it. So when it goes back into OKRs, sorry, it goes back into KPIs, it's um, it's not just put back in as it was. You know, it's put back in with some um, improvement, with some refinement to hopefully prevent. It, it, it deteriorating again for whatever reason, you know, based upon whatever reason that was. Um, so yeah, I would say that's probably the, the 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 reason for looking at whether a KPI should come into an OKR. Um, yeah, I would say that's it. And just finally, kind of any tips, I guess, or words of wisdom for people around OKRs and KPIs and kind of best distinguishing those. Yeah, very very simple question. If you've got some activity. If you're looking at some activity and you're wondering, is this KPI or is this OKR activity? Just ask yourself, is this activity uh, driving us forward in terms of, is it, does it represent growth? Does it represent change? Does it represent innovation? Yeah. Does it represent transformation? If it doesn't, then it, I, would, I, I would argue that it's a, a, a perhaps a KPI measure. If it does then I would argue that it's an OKR. Great, and a good tip to leave this conversation on. So that's our short kind of refresh on OKRs and KPIs. Thank you for joining me, Roger, for that. And um, our next, our third episode in the the refresh series will be about pilot or Big Bang. So join us next time for another um, fascinating discussion about OKR 101.